Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 3 of Soul Food where we're going to look at the tongue and its speech and the relationship that that has with the heart and the effect that that has on the heart. Uh, in this episode we'll look at the direct proportionality between the heart and actions. We'll look at how worship should affect speech. We'll look at how rectifying your speech is part of iman, is part of your faith and the tongue's effect on the other limbs. So we'll look at all of these things in today's episode. And as we mentioned in yesterday's episode, that when actions emanate from the heart, they have an effect on the heart. So once you decide to do something, when you intend to do something, which is why intentions are so important, wherever they come from, if it stems from a place of sincerity or seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that is a good action which the effect of will return back to the heart and increase it in faith and increase it in light. So if someone does an act of worship sincerely, whether it's you know the recitation of Qur'an or prayer or fasting or the pilgrimage or reaching out to relatives or charity, and all of these things are initiated from a, a starting point in your heart that is seeking the pleasure of God, then when you do that, God will grant you a light and that light will go back into the heart and increase it in every beauty and goodness. Now the scary thing is the opposite is true. The same goes for sin. If someone intends to perform a sin and their heart is uh, uh, not purified and pushing them towards that, and it's not the heart is not really established upon this knowledge and criteria of vigilance for Allah, and, be, and is not dedicated to what the Prophet came with, peace and blessings be upon him, it will kind of uh, be very comfortable with this evil thought and this evil intention, and it won't sort of filter it and control it in the early stages. So if a person acts upon that feeling or that intention, then a darkness will emerge from that action, and that darkness will go back into the heart and affect the heart negatively. So we have to be really careful and recognize that everything we do has a consequence uh, and everything we do has an effect on our heart. And speech and the tongue and this gift that we've been given of being able to talk and express ourselves uh, also is affected and should be affected by worship. And worship should affect the way that we control ourselves and that uh, once again affects our hearts. The Prophet ﷺ taught us that fasting is a way to control what we say. That we should be even more vigilant about the words that are coming out of our mouth when we're in a state of fasting. He said, ﷺ, whoever does not leave false testimony and acting by it, then God has no need for him to leave his food and drink. That if a person does not leave false testimony, this very uh, uh, vile form of speech, or anything that is related to the tongue that is displeasing to Allah, 
then God has no need for that person to leave their food and drink. And in, in other words, they've missed the point. It doesn't mean that they don't fast. It means that they've missed the point that God wants you to purify even the words that you say and to become more aware and mindful of what you're saying as a result of fasting for him, that your taqwa needs to increase. So you lose the spiritual benefit when you're not careful of what you're saying. And that rectifying our speech is part of our faith. And as they say that the tongue, the spiritual sages of Islam say that the tongue is the translator of the heart. And it has a serious effect on it. And Allah commands us in the Quran to always be upright in our speech and to speak beautifully. And not just to speak beautifully, but to speak with beauty. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقُولُوا لِلنَّاسِ husna," And speak with beauty to all people. Gotta reflect on that. That you are commanded by the Lord of the heavens and the earth to speak with beauty to all people. And in another verse of the Quran, Prophet, tell my servants to say what is best. To say what is best. In other words, you're given an option between saying something that is good and saying something that is better. That you choose that which is better. Tell them to say what is best. And not only to say something good, but to choose the better of the two things that you could possibly say. I mean, this is a really deep and important virtue and principle that we need to reflect upon. And we can't lose touch with these kinds of meanings. And we live in a world where we say things or we might write things or type up things and we might not think twice about it. And we have to be very careful of that. The Prophet ﷺ taught us, مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا أَوْ لِيَصْمُتْ Whoever believes in God and the last day, then let him speak good or keep silent. That the words that we say are related to our belief in God and the last day and our judgment and related to our hearts. So we have to speak only with beauty. Not speak beautifully, with beauty. That your words should be adorned with beauty as they're coming out. And they say that the words that you speak are adorned with the state of the heart with which they've been spoken. So if someone is speaking with a sincere heart, their words will be sincere. If they're looking for good for other people, and that's the state of their heart when they're saying those words, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to beautify our hearts and our words, that those words will have an effect and be accepted by other people. But this is something, you know, when we're talking or when we're speaking to one another, it's very serious. And now we have a lot of people, it's not a lot of people, I'm not identifying people, but just the culture of a lot of swearing and backbiting and really ugly speech, even in public places. And that's, that's a, a huge uh, loss of dignity in, in, in the places where we lose that. And people might say when, when there's a swear word or backbiting, they might say, what's the big deal? You know, everyone talks like that. It's not that big of a deal. The Prophet ﷺ told us, a person will speak a word that he does not think anything of. Like it'll be not that big of a deal. But through it, it will earn him God's wrath such that he's cast into the fire. This is narrated by Bukhari. That a person might think 
nothing of the words that they say, but they might be so, they might be such a great violation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that it will earn that person the fire. And we ask Allah for afiyah. But this is just to highlight that there, this is real. That your words affect your state in the hereafter, your tongue, your speech. If you're not speaking with beauty, if you're not speaking beautifully to all people, if you're not using your tongue for the pleasure of Allah, then it will be used against you. And the effect of the tongue is so strong that it affects your other limbs. Allah says in the Quran, O believers, be mindful of God and speak in a direct and good fashion. Speak in a way that is good. Speak a word that is upright, that is to good purpose, for benefit. And what is the result when you do that? God says, and He will put your deeds right for you. That you speaking in a good way affects all your other actions and forgive you your sins. Whoever obeys God and His Messenger will truly achieve a great triumph. And the Prophet ﷺ taught us that all the limbs call out to the tongue and they say, Fear God in regards to us. For we follow you. That all the other limbs, you know, symbolically call out to the tongue. If you are upright, we become upright. And if you are corrupt, we become corrupted. Right? So it's very important that we are careful about what we say. And fasting is a, an amazing time to really highlight that and train ourselves to, th to speak and think and express ourselves with beauty. So speaking well makes everything else in your life function properly. If your speech is beautiful, it affects your heart. And if your heart is affected, the, re the rest of your actions will be beautified. When you speak with beauty, it means that you are beautifying your heart. And when your heart is beautified, then the rest of your actions become beautified. And this is, we are in such dire need of treating each other and interacting with each other with beauty. That there's so much animosity and there's so much sort of, you know, passive aggressive feelings that we have towards one another, whether it's through social media or whether it's through kind of, you know, unhealthy relationships, whatever it may be, that we have to beautify our words and that will beautify our hearts and our relationships and all of society and our communities. And be careful of what you say to other people because the devil uses the tongue as one of his greatest weapons to sow discord between people. And how many times have we heard, did you hear what so-and-so said? Did you hear what they said about you? Did you hear this? Did you hear that? And it's the way that discord and fitna is, you know, gets between people. So we have to be very careful. And the Prophet ﷺ, he taught us, a good word is charity. That you get the reward of charity by saying a good word. So your tongue is very valuable. And it has a profound impact on your heart. So be careful how you use it, how you use your words, and to speak with beauty. So the call to action is, is just that. Is be careful of what you say and what you write. And always choose beauty. And when you have a choice between two words, choose the better of the two. The Prophet ﷺ was commanded to tell us, tell the believers to say that which is best. So when you have a choice, say, I can say it this way, or I can say it in an even better way. That you choose the better of the two choices, 
that's the call to action for today. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us, to bless you all, and to make us people of beauty in our speech and in our actions and in our hearts. Uh, we, we thank you for listening once again. Please remember us in your du'as. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know, make all of these du'as and, and this desire to return back to Him a means of alleviation for the ummah and a means of alleviation for people going through oppression and difficulty and hardship. Uh, once again, you can follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can listen to us at soulfood.fm or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, once again, remember us in your du'as. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.